Welcome to the Nelson Public Library Show. Check this out on Kootenai Co-op Radio CJLY at 93.5 FM in Nelson. I'm Anne DeGrace, Adult Services Coordinator at the Library, and checking the show is my colleague Heather Joy Dahlgren. The song you just heard was our flagship tune, Check Him Out, by Nelson musician Rose Nielsen. So... We have a much-anticipated event that happens at the library every fall, and it is the Friends of the Library annual fall book sale. It's been going on, you know, for as long as I've been at the library, which is, my goodness, going on 30 years. Yikes. Um, It happens Friday, October 27th from 5 to 8, and Saturday, October 28th from 10 to 2 at the Old Church Hall, which is on the corner of Victoria and Kootenai Streets. There's even a bag of books for five bucks from 1 to 2 on Saturday. And um, when I say this is much anticipated, wow, is it ever much anticipated. Uh, People have been bringing books into the library for the last, well, all year round, really. But who I have here to talk about it is is Catherine Brockhagen. she is with the Friends of the Library and is also a library staffer. And welcome, Catherine. Oh, thanks, Anne. I'm really happy to be here. Tell me, um, I'm happy you're here too. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me where your Nelson Library relationship started and when and how it kind of came to be. Well, we moved into Nelson in 2007, and I had a four year old. And no way to contact, connect with families and um, other adults. I desperately needed other adults. So we started going to story time at, uh, at the library with Nancy. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners have gone to story time with Nancy and, and um, Stanley friends, the Little yeah. Mouse and, and made friends. And um, my daughter and I just loved going. And um, I was looking for more ways to connect with grown-ups, as most parents with small children do. And uh, uh, someone told me about volunteering with the friends, and it's really easy to walk in the door. They meet the second uh, Tuesday of every month. Everyone brings their lunch if they want to, and it's just really relaxed. And I walked in the door, and the next thing I knew, I was there. <laughs> and not long after that, I, um, uh, as in most volunteer opportunities in town, somehow I became vice chair, and a little while later, I became chair, and um, now I'm back to just being a friend. Um, just, a friend. just there a friend. Is no just just being a friend. Just a friend. Um, it's a bit of a joke when I go into the library now because, um, as you said, I'm staff. I'm on staff now, um, part time, and um, right. usually nobody knows what hat you're wearing. No one knows what hat I'm wearing because I'm an on call, so I could be covering for Anne. I could be covering for Heather Joy. I, or um, one of my usual responses is, "No, I'm I'm not working today. I'm just friending." And that's kind of funny because usually if I'm friending, that means hauling books and usually it's harder work than working at the so desk. So you're, you're, you're being friendly and muttering under your breath at the same time as you're hauling the books. But quietly because but it's quietly. a library. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and, in, and in a good-natured, muttery sort of way. Of I'm course, thinking. always. You know, which is kind of how I feel as we're taking in the onslaught of books. I am, <laughs> I am friendly and happy and grateful in a muttery sort of way. Because, well, because there's a lot of them. There are. Sorry, there are a lot of the books. Um, when I first joined the Friends, um, I admit that one of my um, goals in life was to get access to the books before they hit the book sale. <laughs> and um, and now I'm just at the point where um, there are too many books. They're, they're just, there's too many books in the world. Um, and if I see one more self-help book, the Friends often joke that if the self-help books really were all they were cracked up to be, we would all be 
thin and rich and <laughs> happy all the time, and our houses would be perfect and dust free and um, and no the, and the self help books just keep on coming. Yeah. So um, so nonfiction books tend to be our biggest challenge because there's just so darn many of them. Wow. So. And it's not just books that the friends sell at the sale, right? It's also um, DVDs and books on audiobooks. And Absolutely. Puzzles, too. And games puzzles. And things. Of, more in the spring with the kids' sale or all the time? More, um, you know, honestly, I think everybody panics at this time of the year. They think if they miss the window for bringing in donations before the book sale, they're hooped. Um, let's face it, we all declutter at our own pace. So um, if if you if it's a week before the sale and you're worried that you missed the cutoff, don't be. Just give us a couple of weeks after the sale. We take donations all yes. year. Just breathe. Decluttering should not be a pressure <laughs> time for you. It's stressful enough. So a couple of weeks after the book sale, if you still want to bring things in, because yes, we take donations all year. We take books, um, music CDs, audio books, DVDs, Blu-rays, no VHS, please. Or cassette tapes. Um, or cassette tapes. I'm sorry. They just don't sell, um, even if they're a complete collection of something that was highly collectible <laughs> a few years back. Um, and, um, and a few years ago, we started taking jigsaw puzzles and games. And yes, mostly um, those do end up being more popular at our kids-only sale that we have in the spring. Uh, we do that downstairs at the library, and it's just by donation, and it's games and books and, and everything that babies to 12 years old would just love to have. So, um, But I was just uh, emailing with a wonderful donor uh, yesterday um, because she suddenly found out that we took puzzles, and she's bringing in two dozen of her puzzles that she's done them all, they're in great shape, and she just wants to be able to pass them on So and help the library. So how and fantastic awesome is that? the awesome thing about puzzles, I have to say, as one who also schleps books, because uh, full disclosure, they come in, they sort of go, the adult ones kind of go through me, and I pull out um, books that might become replacement copies for books on the shelf that are being tattered, or, or just new books to our collection that I just think would, you know, complete a series or add something but um, they then I slept them all downstairs on the dolly down the elevator and it's a lot but puzzles are light they are they're fantastic um, <laughs> I that. like the puzzles <laughs> um, but but they do take up a lot of space so that is one of the challenges being a friend um, if you've ever been downstairs in the kids area and you walk all the way down the hall towards this sweet little um, reading nook in the far corner um it's got a, another reprint of our fantastic dragon mural that um nicola little did for us um the friends put in that bench and um because nancy the children's librarian she always wanted to have a little corner over there a little book neck and right next to that if you see a door that says the friends den um that's where we hang out and it's a tiny room <laughs> <laughs> and, and this time of year, uh, it's it's really hard to keep it under control. Um, just when we think we have it all sorted out, then... I um, come down with another 20 boxes of books that, yeah. Right. Yeah. And and so it, it's definitely that, um, that vicious circle of we want your donations, but <laughs> it's hard to keep up, especially when it's volunteer. So, yeah. yeah. yeah it, Absolutely. But I'm glad that you mentioned some of the things that the friends raise money for, like the mural and the book nook. And I know back in the day, because I have been at the library for such a long time, I mean, I remember the friends raising money for the very first 
kids' computer stations. That's right. We actually have pictures of that. Um, yeah. One of our friends, uh, when you come to the book sale, because of course you're all going to come to the book sale, um, one of uh, one of our, our friends uh, created a display with pictures of some of the different things that um, that we've purchased for the library. And uh, there's this fantastic picture of some of the friends. And well, I think Heather Lyons in that and picture, and she's she still is, with the and she's still with the friends. Yeah, um, so, some of our members have just been there forever. And if if you if you think, oh well, I couldn't possibly volunteer with the friends because it's a lot of work please know that um most of our crew is um in their 80s to 90s and um and they've got more energy than i do and they're fantastic and they feel guilty when they're not um, doing enough hard work Catherine's after all of that hard work of talking for the first eight minutes and 47 seconds i'm actually going to pause here and i'm going to ask you to introduce the song that you chose because guests get to choose a song um why did you choose what's what's the song and why did you choose it um briefly um, well, after I got over the panic when and when you asked me to do the show, um, I and you said I got to pick a song. Um, music is probably one of the only things I think libraries are missing, but I do understand that people can't read and focus if we had music playing. So um, I really like to get up in the morning and just get going. And uh, this song is called "Sing." It's by Pentatonics, which is a Canadian um, band. Uh, they're a cappella. And uh, and I just love this song because it's just full of life and it just makes you want to dance. A and happy, happy song. Happy song. My daughter and I often play it so loud in the car in the morning just to get going. So, Yay. yeah. So okay. this is Sing by Pentatonics.
You're listening to Kootenai Co-op Radio, 93.5 FM in Nelson. The show you're listening to is the Nelson Library's Check This Out, and I'm your host, Anne DeGrace. And we're back with Catherine Brockhagen. And Catherine, thanks for such a cheerful song. People, of course, radio is a, is a listening medium, but we were all kind of dancing in here, weren't we? <laughs> it was, um, it was great. It was our morning aerobics. Um, you mentioned um, that you are a uh, on-call staff person. You have some regular shifts too, I think. And uh, I, what's there? I just want to know your perspective of being on both sides of the counter, so to speak. When people bring in books for the book sale, you know, I, I'll just say I, I personally have a hard time. We're supposed to sort through them, and we're supposed to filter out the books that are a little shabby. And because people don't buy them, there are, it's true, there are so many books in the world. We've got book bins everywhere, and people have a lot of access to free books in, in town, which is great, which is why we want the beautiful ones for the book sale. Um, and I, I'm probably talking too much, but I think that you <laughs> and I know that, um, that people have um, a lot of, uh, they treasure their books. They do. And, and, and a book that they treasure, which they've read six times and they're sure someone else is going to love, could be pretty well worn. Also, I think people don't like to throw out books. They feel like they're treasures too. So we do get don't we? We, 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 we do get, um, wow. Yeah. We, um, and, and there's, there's definitely those people that you're speaking of and, and, and they are downsizing, they're decluttering and they've had those books on their shelves forever. And I'm the same, you know, and I treasure my books. Um, but what working with the friends and even just working at the library has really shown me is again, there are too many books out there. Um, I never thought I'd say that. Um, I always felt that books needed to be treasured and loved and, um, and then I did my first book sale and, um, at that time, um, the leftovers afterwards would end up going to recycling. Um, we actually had to box up all of the books and pay for those blue bags, put them in the blue bags, pay someone to haul them down to recycling, and all those blue bags would rip when they were thrown into the hopper. Um, and it just, it crushed my soul. Oh, <laughs> and, and others um, too, I'm And sure. others too, I'm sure. And I was, I was, I was snatching orphans as, as I was loading boxes because I just couldn't let these books go. Um, so fortunately, at some point, we realized that we could establish the free bin in, in the lobby of the library, which I think a lot of people just think that's our donation bin, and it's not. No. If you have donations, please bring them inside of the library. Um, what that bin is for is the books that we can't use we can't sell um and library discards go there too library the discards reason. go there too because again library discards unless they're in really good shape don't sell well um and what's wonderful about that is a lot of people get access to books that they normally wouldn't have everyone mm-hmm. assumes that everyone has a library card and um, there are people that due to their circumstances um if they don't have a permanent address they can't have one so it's a great way for people to get books if they can't have a card. Um, But yes, some of the books that come in, um, we we have the people who come in and they're actually a little confrontational because they they can't understand why we wouldn't want to take their books. Mm -hmm. But we just can't take them all. Um, Mm -hmm. So yes, it is very tough being at the front counter and telling people, no, I'm sorry, we can't take these books because they're textbooks that you used in university 25 years ago. Right, but trying to be gracious about but it trying and to be kind gracious and, about it. and grateful at the same time. Um, and then sometimes we'll refuse um, a, a box of books that are those textbooks or the cookbooks with their pages stuck together because they were so well used. Um, and then someone will just take those and put them out in our lobby 
which doesn't really help either because then our lobby gets full of other books and there's no room to move and so we'd actually rather people just took those and recycled them themselves instead of leaving it for us exactly yeah. and and I'm also a big um, a big supporter of the altered book art movement um, yes. and if you don't know what I'm talking about please just google altered book art and um, and you'll you'll just be astounded at what comes up. It's everything from um, taking the pages out of a book and turning it into a journal to there's people who actually sculpt with books. They glue the pages together and and sculpt beautiful mm-hmm. images. Uh, they use the pages for collage. Um, and, and again, the the first time I started doing this, people thought, I oh my gosh, what are you doing to these poor books? But if it's a book that's out of date, because let's face it, I'm sorry, you just don't need a copy of windows 3.1 for dummies um no one wants that so if you can find a way to turn that into greeting cards or um reuse it with notebooks you can paint the pages with um gesso you can cover book covers and turn them into art um instead of using canvas there's just so many different things out there that you can do with books please don't do this with the good ones everyone please don't take our library books and 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 try to create (laughs) art and give it back to us and say i made it better but if it's a book that's reached the end of its life give it a new life yeah, I'm so glad that you mentioned that. I went to a, a writer's fest in, right. in uh, I think it was the Kamloops one, and uh, an artist had taken a whole bunch of old books and turned them into these wonderful centerpieces where she'd refolded the pages and they were on these all these beautiful configurations and they were open on the table and they were up for silent auction. And I think I bought six of them. You, you did, I, and actually, and then them. and then at Displayed the library's them. birthday, you had them on display at the library for so long, and they were just gorgeous. They yeah. got a lot of attention. And then I think for the library's birthday, um, you you silent auctioned them off again. Some of them because yeah. one of them is now in my house because my daughter bought it. Yeah. And um, and it's just it's fantastic, and it's 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 just shows that books. They are to be treasured. There are so but, many ways but, for them to get a new life. Exactly. Exactly. Actually, I was at a, I was also at a craft fair in, well, I think it was in Weimar last year, or the year before, and and somebody had taken book pages and turned them into amazing Christmas tree ornaments. Oh. That I would like to learn how to do. But um, so anyway, so so I think we've, we the message is clear. Bring us your beautiful books. Bring us your beautiful books. <laughs> um, and and I'm always looking for new ways. So if anybody's out there and they're 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 wanting books for book art, uh, doesn't hurt to contact us at the library and and let us know what you're looking for. Maybe we can set it aside for you. But don't um, don't but, bring your but books don't, for don't Catherine to make bring, book bring, art. No, don't of. bring them for me because actually now I've got a horrible addiction of bringing home books that I'm going to do something with one day. Um, and, um, but yeah, check with us, check with us what we take. Um, Anne made a beautiful brochure at the library of what our, um, donation requirements are. I'm sorry, we can't take your entire collection of National Geographic. We can't take encyclopedias, dictionaries. Um, Do you know... That that little thing that I made up, that little handout, which was which is yeah. an excellent guide because when we're feeling awkward at the other side of the counter, we can say, "Well, I'm really sorry. This is our policy," and hand over the paper. But we do say, um, "No books older than five years old," which we, is a pretty strict one. It, it it is, and certainly, you know, we're not really talking about novels when we say that because let's face it, um, there are novels that are older than five years, and they might be in pristine condition, mm-hmm. and we're happy to take those. Um, what we're trying to um, cut back on is again the nonfiction. Um, so if it's if it's more than five years um, and, and again it's it's computers 
anything travel older than guides, five is travel guides. Books, right. Self-help um, books of any sort. <laughs> microwave cooking books from 1965. Yeah, um, I've had a few of those. We've had a few of those. Or your grandmother's cookbooks that somebody dropped in the batter. Okay, um, things I, like that. I want to turn it around. What's the best, before we get to the next song, what is the best find you've ever found? If you can think of anything oh. that just absolutely you went, Wow. Um, oh, usually for me, it's, um, it's kids books. I have an absolute love for kids books, um, and books about bears. So I, I, um, and, and, and by the way, this is the one of, not only the one of, one of the hardest working volunteer gigs I've ever had, but it's expensive because I end up buying a whole lot of books and I have just a beautiful, um, collection of, um, Paddington, the bear stories. Oh, nice. And then also, yeah, the book sale is uh, yeah. great for collectors, right? It, book to... sale is great for collectors. Yeah. If there's something that special that you're looking for. Um, and Diane Harkey is always at the book sale, um, wearing her old hat old bat in the hat and I'm, I'm allowed to say that because it actually says that on her hat um and she has her special table for special book, special table for special people and she puts out you know collector items that yeah that, um, I, I, not, I stockpile some yeah her, exactly I think she's gonna want for that the giant art books and the very right. old really interesting yeah exactly the ones yeah. the ones that that somebody out there really really wants that book on yeah, their absolutely. shelf so definitely Okay, that's that's awesome. Um, I am going to we're going to go for another little song break, and Great. yes, and because we were on a friend theme, I mean, you went to the library to make friends, you became a friend, you are friendly. I the, try to be. The friends are friendly. We are so friendly. Yeah, buying books is a friendly thing to do at the book sale. This song, because we also needed a bit of CanCon content, um, is by Bruce Coburn. This song came out in 1970 when I was 10 years old, which tells you that I really am as old as Anthony Santa from Kootenai Morning Says I Am. <laughs> it is Musical Friends by Bruce Coburn.
ever heard of drinking wine from a pipe anyway? Well, happy music this morning. That was Musical Friends by Bruce Coburn from his first album. Um, and it's just going to make me happy all day long. By the time this program airs, donations will be cut off and the great annual Friends of the Library book sale be, will be poised to start. And Catherine, any message you'd like to give the buying public a final word? Uh, just, you know, um, I know we're all book lovers out there, but um, try to remember, too, how amazing our library is. And that's why the friends do this. That's why the staff helps out with all the donations. And that's why all you great people out there donate books to us. So um, be generous, um, as so many of our buyers are. We have some really great people out there that no matter how much their bill is, they top it up a little bit more. And, and uh, so just come out and buy those books and have fun with us. Yay. The Friends of the Library book sale uh, runs Friday, October 27th from 5 to 8, and Saturday, October 28th from 10 to 2 at the Old Church Hall, Victoria and Kootenay Streets, with a bag of books for 5 bucks from 1 to 2 on Saturday. But don't wait for that because you want to get the very best books. But if you do wait for the bargain, bring a really big bag. There you go. Thank you, Catherine, for coming out so early to record this show and for everything you do for the library and for the Friends. You're listening to Kootenai Co-op Radio 93.5 FM in Nelson, and the show you've been listening to is the Nelson Library's Check This Out. I'm your host, Anne DeGrace. I'd like to thank tech and colleague Heather Joy Dahlgren, master at the controls, and my guest, the indomitable Catherine Brockhagen. Check This Out runs on the fourth Monday of each month at 8.30 a.m. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. (laughs) 